Hello and welcome to the Living on Mission podcast. I'm your host, Brayden Ward, and today we have Julie and Mark Appleyard. Today they share their wisdom as they own and run several businesses and nonprofits. We're here in Charlotte, North Carolina, where their headquarters are. Well, hey, friends and family, this is Brayden Ward with the fourth episode of the Living on Mission podcast. Today we have special guests, Mr. and Mrs. Appleyard, and I think you guys are going to like them, not just their accents, uh, but also their stories, and I'm so thankful uh, for them. We're actually here live from Charlotte, North Carolina, um, doing an internship retreat with Love Africa, and they allowed us to stay at their place. Uh, Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, so uh, I'll let you go first. Okay, well, I'm Julie. Mrs. Appleyard was my (laughs) mother-in-law. Sorry about that. My mom taught me good manners. You did. You are very, very respectful, but it does make me feel a little ancient to be Mrs. Appleyard all the time. But I'm Julie. Yeah. Um, Yeah, great to be on. And I'm Mark, and only my wife calls me Mr. Appleyard. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when I'm in trouble. (laughs) In the doghouse. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mark and Julie uh, have allowed us to stay, and it was kind of uh, intriguing to me that I just called Mark up out of the blue. He didn't even know me, and uh, he probably thought I was a telemarketer at first. But I was like, "Hey, can seventeen crazy college students uh, stay with you as an internship retreat?" Uh, and he reluctantly allowed us to, and I'm really thankful for that. Uh, and just been very hospitable to us. Um, and so, uh, not reluctantly, he he said yes, hundred uh, percent. So, but um, Mark and Julie have been able to share and pour into each of the interns and really share their story. Um, and they do a lot. I mean, uh, for them to explain everything they do, it might take uh, two hours of your day. Right. But if you want to <laughs> briefly summarize like some of the things that you guys are involved in and you do and kind of where the right. Lord's led you to. Sure. To well, yeah, I, the, the straight up is we look at verticals. So Anathan, without going into the story, is about what it means to live on earth as it is in heaven. Um, it actually means, it's a Greek word that means from above. It's found in the scriptures in the New Testament. Um, so in, in terms of that, under the banner of Anathan, living on earth as it is in heaven, we have several verticals. Uh, one of those verticals is micro communities, micro churches, hence why we love being with people. We are lovers of people, lovers of God, lovers of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Anathan Business Coaching and Consulting. So we coach with small startups uh, right through to uh, CEOs of multi-billion dollar companies, mm-hmm. um, how to hear God's voice in the marketplace mm. um, and what that means for your business. Then we have Anathan Media um, is another vertical where we create content and we uh, we put that on an app and we also create content for other businesses as well, um, whether it be mm. podcasts, whether it be video. Um, and then we have Anathan Australia, which is working um, with uh, the government out there. We've, it's just getting started, but uh, it's Anathan Community Services and that's going to be helping to uh, meet uh, the needs of people who are disabled or uh, elderly in the community. Mm. Wow, so you don't just sit on the couch. It sounds like you're pretty busy then. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even talk about Anathan Publishing yeah. House, oh, which is, no, no, no. Uh, we've written some books that are yes. published under that banner. Both authors here, so sitting yeah. with some, some people that have written some books, have some wisdom to share with us. And how can we find, how can I connect um, our list, my listeners, mm. to you guys in terms of where we can find some of your videos and podcasts? Yeah, there's two places in particular. Well, three ways in particular. First of all, email us is always great because we love mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. That's at info at anathan.co, I-N-F info at anathan.co um, and anathan.co obviously is our website um, but then the you church app is the app that we mm-hmm. have and that's uh, one word y-o-u church you church and there you're going to get all the content you need mm-hmm. yeah. while you're looking for you church it's capital y 
lowercase o u mm-hmm. capital c mm-hmm. lowercase yeah. rest so if you don't put that in that way right. you often have trouble finding it mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah. yeah you church yeah definitely go and check that out i was actually on the broadcast earlier today so you can mm-hmm. check that out yeah uh, and you know i was thinking about what do i ask you guys because there's so much we could dive into in a <laughs> short amount of time and one of the things that i was thinking about that you guys had shared with us yesterday is you shared a lot of wisdom with us is you were talking about how you were journaling and how you read the Bible mm-hmm. and how you take that. And is there any way you could, could dive into that and share with us uh, yeah. a little bit about how you do that? Um, well, maybe I'll, I'll let you start on that. <laughs> um, so do you want us to just share the SOAP tool very, very briefly? Yeah, I would um, love they that. They can That'd actually awesome. reach out and get more information if, sure. they, if they want it. So the SOAP tool is um, a simple, simple tool that is just something that helps you interact with the words of God. It's not just about reading the Bible and ticking the box and going, I'm good now, I've, I've done my Bible reading. Mm-hmm. So SOAP, it's S-O-A-P. Um, S is for scripture. Um, you pray before you read the Bible, you ask the Lord to just show you something. What is, mm-hmm. what is it that he wants you to know from what mm-hmm. you're reading today? And then when you hit that, when you're reading, you underline it in your Bible, you write it down. That's mm-hmm. your scripture. Mm-hmm. Then you make an observation about mm-hmm. that scripture. Um, what is it saying? It, it's usually, it jumps out at you because it means something. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you? Write it down in your own words. Then you're going to make an application. That is your A, S-O-A application. Um, how is my life going to be different today because of what I've just read and observed in scripture and you're writing down a lot of I, me, my statements. It's mm-hmm. not about, oh, you know, my my spouse really needs to or my friend really mm. needs to or my girlfriend really needs to listen to this, mm. hear this, whatever. This is about shining the spotlight on your own heart um, and allowing Holy Spirit to point out the things in your life that aren't lining up with the observation that you've just made. Um, so you write all of that down. I really struggle with this thing i you know don't fully understand what this means i like those kinds of things these are the things that i need to do and then you're going to pray a prayer which is going to probably involve a bit of confession um, a bit of repenting to the Lord. I'm I'm so sorry that I just have not grasped this before. Mm-hmm. I don't do this in my everyday life. Please, Lord, would you help me? Um, and then you're going to put wheels on it. Um, at the end of that process, you've been you've written down your scripture, you've made your observation, you've written down your application, you've prayed your prayer. Now it's okay, Lord. Can you help me put a title on this? And I'm going to put a title um, somewhere on my phone in my reminders. Write it on a sticky note put it on your bathroom mirror, whatever it is, so that you can actually now remember this during the day. Every time that title pops up Mm. in your reminders, you're going to actually go back and remember the scripture that you read, the observation that you made, the Mm. application, how am I going to, how am I going to be different? Um, And and you'll be praying that prayer again. You'll just be going round and round and Mm. round. And it actually gets digested in Mm -hmm. your heart when you do it that way. Mm. So So you guys have been doing this now every day for for years or? Yeah, for the most part. Many times a you know, as many times a week as you can. Yeah. yeah. So what are the benefits that you've seen over time to kind of having that discipline of, of mm. reading scripture and kind of looking at scripture through these lens? Yeah. I, there's, there's so many. I think one of the, the key ones, though, is 
um, the ability to articulate the sounds of heaven. Mm. Um, because you're, you, if you're disciplined with it, you're smithing the phrases that are being put on your heart. And, and I've learned not to be lazy with my words when I'm writing mm. and when I'm journaling. When I used to write it physically, I would physically scrub a word out and go, I know, I know that's not the exact way. And I'd get a thesaurus and go through it um, to find the right word for it. What I didn't realize at the time <clears throat> is it was, it was giving me this language that just was precise and it knew how to land on the heart. Um, and, and one thing that happened with that, just a little vignette was, and I shared this yesterday was, um, I, I was sitting with a friend one day, we'd have a conversation. He stopped me mid conversation and said, what was that? I said, I said, I can't remember. We backtracked a little bit. Um, and he goes, yeah, that's it. And he did the weirdest thing ever. He wrote it down. I mean, it was weird. And I went home and told Julie, she goes, how did your meeting with Bill go? I said, great, but something weird happened. I told her, she goes, you're right. That's weird. I said, I know. Well, about a month later, I was with someone else. The same thing happened. The frequency built till nearly every Every single time I was in a meeting with someone, that was the thing that would happen. And it dawned on me one day what was going on was I was transitioning from being an echo to becoming a voice. And that's a, that's a powerful thing to take place. That doesn't just happen. We all have to be echoes. Um, but what was happening through the journaling process is I was learning the language of heaven. It was being applied to my heart first. I was being a responsible steward of the words and those words were being deposited into mm. the hearts in a contemporary way that actually meant that this was a fresh voice mm. that was coming out of heaven. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful to mm. hear uh, mm. just because I can see that voice that you obviously had on our interns and that voice that you have within your speaking abilities mm. and things like that, that, that God's definitely given you those gifts. Mm. And you know, it's really, uh, it's really awesome to, to have Mark and Julie here because uh, seeing their wisdom uh, and and even hearing them talk, it's like you know when God is in someone mm. and that God's like working in them, uh, and then they, they share it. And I was just smiling uh, at times when they would talk because it's like, man, this is wisdom, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's wisdom like found in Scripture. Uh, and and uh, you know, what would you say, Mark and Julie? A lot of the, my listeners are probably in their mid twenties, mm. young twenties. What would you guys say to them? Um, maybe you're looking back on your life mm. or you know some things as you glean this wisdom. What would you mm-hmm. recommend to some of those? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think honestly. Don't, don't look at this process as being something that you'll get to another day. Mm. Um, don't put it off. Don't, don't think, oh, no, you know, I, I, I'm just too busy. You know, I've got too much study going on. I've got, you know, I've got work. I've got to juggle all of these things. Um, you know, it's, it's a well-known saying, you will make time for what you value. Um, and if you value the word of God, if you value your relationship with God, if you if you value that, then you will make time for it. Yeah. Um, if you're not making time for it, you have to ask the question, how much do I really value it? Mm. Um, it's there, There's no shortcuts to intimacy with God. Mm. If you want to be a voice for a generation, if you want to have an impact on the world around you, then the way that you do that is... To, to be disciplined enough to spend time in the Word. There's no shortcuts for that. You can't just go and download an app for it. You can't ask mm. your mate to, to read those few Bible verses for you today so that it will change your heart. It doesn't work like that. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. If you want your heart to be transformed, if you want to build your relationship with the Lord, then you have to pony up. Yep. grow up yep. and actually value it enough to make time for it yeah. and do it. Amen. Amen. I can't say it any better. I mean, that was, that's a word right there. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. we don't want to spend the time 
um, to, to, to really dive into anything nowadays and everything's based off of temporary pleasures mm. right. where it's like, oh, I want this quick fix right here. Right. And with the intimacy with Christ, it takes yeah, time. It does. Mm. It takes yeah. time. And, and hyper, time. Uh, hyper intentionality. Right. Um, you know, today's our 29th wedding anniversary. We didn't get here without hyper intentionality. Right. Um, laser focus sometimes. And the moment we lost sight and, and weren't intentional, that's when the relationship drifts apart. And what do you got to do to pull it back? Hyper intentionality to bring it back in. Right. Relationship with God is no different. Right. Um, so de- developing hyper intentional processes mm. um, each day is, is just vital. Yeah. Um, they don't have to be regimented, but whatever they are, they've got to work. Mm. So find yeah. them, put them in there. Yeah. Um, don't deify them because as, you, as your life circumstances change and you know your age mm. changes, they're likely to adjust and change with it. So hold them loosely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, put them in place and yeah. Keep them in there um, because with hyper intentionality, you will produce much fruit. A, a vineyard, a, 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 the guy that tends the vineyards, what are they called? I can't remember, I'm not that smart. The guy who a, trims a the vineyard, yeah, they are climbing a grape grower. Um, but they, they, they don't go, you know, producing beautiful wine by just planting some grapes in the ground and coming out, picking them and stand on them a few times and stick them in a bottle. There's hyper intentionality mm. um, about mm. that. They're careful when the frost comes and they've got to trim them and clip them a particular way at the right times. They're very intentional to produce the end result nothing in this world of value arrives Mm. without hyper intentionality your spiritual life is no different Mm. and that is something that is lost with every generation Mm. that comes Mm -hmm. you know that comes after and comes Mm. after and comes after we've got to re we've we've got to regain that Mm. we've got to redeem that we've got to bring that back that you know this thing of value it's worth my time it's worth my effort and and I'm not going to get what I desire mm. without putting in that time and effort. Yeah, so. yeah. We, we speak at events all over the world and uh, all around the place. If there's one message that we have and we mm. turn up, it's the, here is this intentional, hyper-intentional right. process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got to be there. It's mm. got to be something we take a hold of. Yeah. And I, I love that intentionality is so big. And I, I I'm reminded of something you said yesterday, Mark, when you used a water bottle as an illustration. <laughs> and oftentimes in our, you know, churches and things like that you'd mentioned uh, if you want to explain it you probably actually explain a lot better than me so (laughs) you're doing great but it's um so when we look at a bottle uh, you know we can look at it so many different ways but fundamentally the bottle serves a secondary purpose it doesn't exist for itself um it has you know, nice packaging. It has a nice nut label on it. Some of the bottles have got the ribs on it and it's shaped a particular way so it stands upright. Uh, but we don't actually have the bottle for just having the bottle. The bottle's primary purpose is to host the water. Um, and once we've, we've partaken of the water, we're hydrated, we're refreshed, the bottle has served its purpose. We scrape, scrunch it all up and we toss it in the trash. We don't keep it and put it back on the can and go, wow, look at the, the shape of that bottle and look at the lovely packaging that it came in. No, because it served its purpose. Well, when we look at the spiritual disciplines, they're much the same. Oftentimes we look at the spiritual disciplines and, and, and we see that they're an end in themselves, but they're not. They're a means to an end. Mm. Bible reading, prayer, mm. worship, as important as they are, very important, they're a means to an end. And their purpose is this. They exist to host the presence of God. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm becoming increasingly suspicious of hearing phrases like, um, you know what, I, the worship was great today. Mm. Hang on a second. 
were we there to worship the worship? Mm. The worship was nothing great about the worship. It was a container that was great because it hosted the presence of God. I encountered God today. Mm. That's what we need to be hearing. Oh, that message, man, that preacher, I love getting around that preacher. He says some great things or she says some great things. No, no, no. Did you just encounter Jesus? That's the purpose. If that's not the purpose, then we've missed the point. Um, And so when we look at the, the nature of the spiritual disciplines, they are extremely important. Just like the bottle, it's very important. How are we going to actually transport the water if we don't have the bottle mm-hmm. how are we going to you know transport and facilitate encounters with the father's perfect love if we don't have these spiritual disciplines but they serve a secondary purpose they're always there to host an encounter with the perfect love of the father yeah i man you could, i couldn't have said it any better for sure and so i really appreciate you you sharing that wisdom to us and just the encouragement you guys have to dive into the spiritual disciplines and really don't focus on the outside of the bottle but focus inward on the presence of God and clinging Mm -hmm. to him Mm -hmm. Um, and that is what your true north is as you said before Um, well Mark and Julie thank you so much for being on the living on mission podcast Uh, again if you want to find Mark and Julie's um, stuff Mark can share again uh, real quick um, of how you can find him Sure. So you can reach us at um, anathan.co. That's our website. Um, You can email us because we love conversation. That's info, I-N-F-O, info at anathan.co. And of course, as always, our free U-Church app, as Julie said, capital Y, capital C, Y-O-U Church app. Um, wherever you get your apps. And of course, if you want to reach out, we speak at events and things. We're happy to, to speak at whatever um, as well to release the message that the Lord's given us. So always email us and say, hey, we've got a thought or an idea. Or maybe you want to host um, a group of people here as well. Reach out to us at info at anathan.co. Well, they'll definitely take you. Uh, they're very hospitable and happy anniversary, the oh, 29th thank anniversary thank to you. Mark and Julie. Thank you again for being awesome. on the Living on Mission podcast and we'll see you next time. Thank you.